If you feel like you're doing all the things in life and still not fully content with your health, harmony, and happiness, you might actually be on the fast track to burnout. And it might be because you're not actually moving from one essential phase into the next. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. I'm a state patrol wife, mama to three lively kiddos, a yoga teacher, certified NLP coach, and an energetic rhythms expert. As an energetic rhythms coach, I help action-taking women use their body's rhythms and the moon's cycle to optimize productivity and avoid burnout without letting their desire to remain in control alter their focus. And this podcast is all about doing just that and perhaps a bit more so that you can create your own path to health, harmony, and happiness. So come along with me and may this episode serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more intentional living. Enjoy the show. Hey, friends. When you get stuck in one energetic rhythms phase and miss the other phases that are necessary to live in flow with life, even when unexpected things come up, you find yourself doing all the little things around you to just get by instead of doing the big things that ultimately help you listen to your inner guidance to take action and to make all those little things even easier, or perhaps even make those little things drift away in some respect because you're taking action on the big, important things. It's all about perception. And part of the solution is choosing the things in life that will help you stop spinning your wheels in motion and get to actually take action on the things that matter. Now, in today's episode, I mentioned using the Rhythms Tracker to help you do this. The link that I mentioned in the episode is slightly different than the link that I'm actually using now for this tracker. So that link is cairnyogawellness.com slash Rhythms Tracker, or just check the show notes or the um, description of this podcast wherever you're listening, and you should be able to access that link as well. The important thing is your body's rhythms show you exactly when to rest and when to take action so you don't have to overthink life and work. And that's partly what today's episode is all about. Enjoy the show. We're back for um, talking about finding your rhythm and how to find your rhythm and all of that jazz. And um, today I want to talk to you guys about being in motion versus taking action. So I know that if you're in this group, you are an action-taking kind of woman because that's what you're here for, right? You like to get things done. You like to um, see results. You like to check things off your list. Um, You like to do a lot, probably more than you actually need to be doing at one time, but um, that's just who you are. And that's the beauty of it. That's who I am. Um, That's kind of the journey that I've been on to unlearn some of those ways that have been ingrained to me to just do all the time to always be taking action so that I can be more compassionate, more gentle, and um, more in alignment with my natural rhythms. And that's what I'm here to teach you guys about and to talk to you about um, and to kind of act as a guide, if you will, because there is a lot of stuff out there um, that says just keep doing and do more and um and avoid rest. But the message 
that rest needs to be a crucial part of your life is also extremely important. And no matter how many times you hear it, um, it's still important to hear. And it's still, um, it takes a lot of times of hearing something in order for it to actually sink in so that you're not moving at a hundred miles per hour all the time. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about in being in motion versus taking action, because there is a, a, there is a bit of a difference there. So we can sometimes get stuck in motion, just doing all of the busy work. And I want to differentiate for you before we go any further with um, getting stuck in motion and what that actually means. And let me know if you identify with this, but in my definition, in motion is like the second phase of productivity. Okay. For, um, what I, how I define productivity is that there's four phases of productivity, right? And the second phase is to begin planning. It's to, um, to just begin taking motion or, or moving in to something or moving towards something. And the third phase is the taking action, the putting yourself out there phase. It's like the, you're really getting stuff accomplished. Like you are being bold, being courageous, and you're, you're going for it all. But sometimes we have a tendency to get stuck in the in motion stage where nothing's actually happening that's making a difference. We're doing a lot of things. We're running around. We're running kids places. We are, um, you know, doing all of the things to prepare, but we're not actually switching gears into the taking action phase that starts to make the difference. So this is kind of this in motion phase is like the busy work that happens, right? It's, um, it's, um, the perpetual planning or dreaming of, or thinking of things that you want to do or taking all of the notes. It's, um, a perfectionistic tendency. Sometimes it's like spinning your wheels and that inevitably all of those things, that busy work, it leads to this heaviness in life. And that eventually leads to burnout, right? Because you're feeling like you need to be doing all of these things, yet you're not zeroing in your focus or being really intentional about what it is you want to be doing or want to be accomplishing. So you let all of the things start to creep in and take over so that the things that you actually want to get done, the things that you actually want to achieve, the connections that you actually want to make aren't really happening because you're so busy doing all the other little things. Can you relate? Have you been here? This is the in motion phase. This is the phase where, yes, life is happening. You're moving through life. You're going about your day, going about things, doing things. Um, you might be checking things off of your list, but they're little things that aren't really, um, they're not really making that much of a difference in the whole, in your trajectory in life. So let me give you some more examples of these and, and see if you relate. And if you come up with some of your own examples, drop them in the comments. But um, some of these things would be like not releasing your thoughts out into the world. So you're right. For me, this is, this is one of the places where I get stuck with it. Like I do all this journaling, I write all these things down, and then I don't actually put them out there into the world for anybody else to experience. And that's doing a disservice to myself. It's doing a disservice to you because you're not getting... The, the thoughts, the creativity that's coming out of my brain. So, um, that's one of the ways that's, that was like the initial thing that I thought of when I, when I started kind of 
coming up with this idea or wanting to talk to you about it. Um, the other thing is buying paint. Like I just, I'm thinking of this one because I just painted my kitchen last week, but the in motion phase would be like buying the paint for whatever room you're going to paint or whatever room you want to paint and then never painting the room. And it's like three months, four months, six months, a year down the road. And you still haven't gone and painted that room. Um, you've put it off for so long, the paint's still sitting there, but you haven't ever done it. That's being stuck in the in motion phase, buying exercise equipment, equipment and never using it. Like that's the other thing, or maybe you use it once or twice and then it's there, but you don't ever actually just get over the hump to use it regularly or use it continuously. Here's another one that, um, some of you might relate to as we're coming up on summer, right? It's planning all the summer activity activities with your kids. And you might have done this in the past. So this is just a nudge to start thinking about it as you're, you're planning your summers with your families and with your kids right now, but maybe planning all of those summer activities that you want to do with your kids. And then you get to August and realize "Mm, you haven't really done any of those or half of those. Um, and then you start to feel guilty about it and it starts to feel like this burden on you because you wanted to do all these things, but it just couldn't make it happen. And you just couldn't get over that hump to actually do the thing that you wanted to do. Um, or maybe it's just doing all of the things for your kids, but you're still feeling like, Oh, sorry, got another microphone stand over here, but you're still feeling like your tank is empty. Like you're not, um, being fulfilled in any way because you're putting so much energy into all the other people in your life and into running your kids in all the directions that they go in that you're not allowing yourself the time to refill your own tank and refill your own self. Um, or perhaps it could be like stacks of notes on your desk that you keep meaning to, this is another me happening right now, um, that you keep meaning to put into ClickUp or Trello and just get off of your desk and into a, a some sort of organization system. Uh, that's another way of being stuck in motion and not actually taking action, which I'm just going to say, I started taking action on those notes just this week. So I'm, I'm in the process of moving to that taking action phase. Um, but that could be you, that could be something, um, that you relate to as well. So it's kind of like sitting at a stoplight and revving your engine forever and not actually taking your foot off the brake ever, not actually moving forward. You're stuck in that, that, that place of just revving the engine and not actually moving forward. That's in motion. That's the second phase of productivity in my mind, in my book. Like that can seriously become a heavy place for you. That can be a place where, um, you begin to spiral down the self-doubt, begin to spiral down the rabbit hole of not believing in yourself, of comparing yourself, like we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, That's the place that really uh, you could spend a lot of time in because you just can't get to the next step. And you have to get to the next step in order to get to the last step, which is celebrating and harvesting and like, you know, gathering in all of the goodness that you've done and taking that time to celebrate and really relish what you've done. That's the fourth step rather. So you have to go through all four of these phases in the first step, which I didn't talk about today. Um, but I'll just mention it is kind of the rest and the intention setting. Like you're, you're 
preparing, but it's very internal. It's, it's going inward and it's, um, taking the time to rest and to, um, still relish in what you have just accomplished and then setting intentions for the upcoming project or whatever it is that you're wanting to do. But, um, today we're just talking about the second and third steps and being stuck in motion. So like I said, remember, it's like revving your engine forever without actually letting off the brake and letting the car go forward or letting the vehicle go forward. So when you think of it like that, what's something right now in your life that you can think of that's hanging on to you um, or that's hanging over you that has you stuck in this in motion phase? There's lots of little things and it doesn't have to be just the big things. I can think of big things in my life that I've either gone through or I'm in right now. And I can also think of little tiny things, um, like the whole, like the note thing, like that's just a matter of clearing off my desk, but taking the time to figure out how I'm going to organize them in ClickUp for some reason that has felt big and like I haven't wanted to do it, but it's time for me to organize those thoughts that I've jotted down on notes. So that's why I'm taking action. I'm also working with my cycle to do it at the most optimal time. And that's what I'm getting to to, for you guys today. Like that's what I want to communicate to you. But before we do that, let's look at what this might look like in regards to your body, in regards to your menstrual cycle, even, um, when you get stuck in these places of being in motion, instead of actually taking action, your body will communicate these messages to you. For instance, it could look like um, digestive issues, maybe constipation. It could look like issues with your feet or your legs, um, something happening there that is, those are, those are kind of the areas that, that communicate with us whether we're moving forward in life or not. And so when something's going on there, then you might very well be stuck in this in motion phase and you're not actually shifting into taking action. And it's amazing how when you move into that phase of taking action, um, your body will respond and communicate that way. In regards to your menstrual cycle, it might look like irregular irregular cycles, like um, you can't predict them. Um, It might look like a cycle that hangs on longer than you think it actually should, um, that just lasts for days longer than in, in just little amounts than you actually think it should, or that you, than you actually want it to. Um, it might look like PMS discomfort or pain. So those are all cues from your body that something is not right, um, in your productivity cycle or in the way that you're taking action and moving through, moving through life. There are little mental, emotional triggers that help you connect, um, how your body is, how your body and mind are connected basically. And, and that emotional connection between the two. So how do you get out of this phase? I alluded to it a little bit ago, but this is where knowing your rhythms comes in handy. Um, when you do know your rhythms, you can use them to your advantage and that will help you get out of the in motion phase and into the taking action phase. Um, but before you have, can do this, you really have to know a couple things about your cycle and it might just be more than just the first day of your cycle or knowing the first day of your cycle. This is where it's going to take a little bit of, um, 
awareness or intentionality for a short while, could be a month to three months, I usually recommend, um, of tracking your cycle so that you know you begin to see some of those energetic patterns and energetic rhythms. Um, It's not only tracking your menstrual cycle, but also tracking the lunar cycle. Because when you can then combine those two, you can learn what phase or you can anticipate what phase is going to be best for you to begin taking action in and when to begin taking action. So you can set that intention that, okay, now is the time. I want to move from being in motion in this little area of my life into taking action in this area of my life. Um, so it's very, it could be ben- very beneficial. And I do have a tracker available for you um, that I use and that I have had many clients use. And you can get it at karenyogawellness.com slash basic tracker. Uh, the link is also at the top of this group. So you can find it there too. But um, it's it's just a great way to begin tracking some of those subtleties. Now, when you use that tracker, you don't have to track everything in it. You absolutely don't have to. You can just track bits and pieces, but it'll give you a picture of where your energy is and when the best time would be for you to take action. So when you know the phase of your cycle and the, the phase of your cycle that's best for taking action, then you can use it to begin to move out of the in motion phase or the second phase of productivity and into the third phase of productivity, which is the taking action phase. It's the phase where you're putting yourself out there. You are um, connecting with others. Maybe you are just being bold and letting yourself be seen. Um, so all of that being said, to get out of that in motion and into the tracking or into the taking action phase, um, which you might think that you have been taking action, like I said at the beginning of this, but a lot of that taking action tends to be just this being in motion and you're not actually um, doing anything to move the needle, to make a difference in where you really want to be in who you really want to be in life, quite frankly. Um, so, By tracking your cycle, you can begin to be able to anticipate when you'll have more energy, and then you can begin taking action when that is instead of just spinning your wheels all the time. So you can capitalize on that energy and move into the next phase of productivity. All of that being said, I think that's it today. Um, Being stuck in motion feels heavy. Like I said, it can lead to burnout. So start tracking your cycle. Um, That's the little tip to, uh, to know when your best time to take action is. And if you already know, if you already know your cycle really well, but still you feel like you're stuck in motion, then start to look at the moon and see where the moon is, because that plays a major role in, um, in, in your energy and in putting energy towards things as well. So I hope this was helpful to you all. I'm so grateful that you are here and that you've watched this and, uh, let me know your thoughts. Let me know, like I said, where are you stuck or where are you feeling stuck in life right now or in this in motion phase where you feel like you're doing a lot of things, but nothing actually is really getting done that, that makes you, um, feel like you're moving the needle in life. So I would say the number one thing you need to do first is to begin tracking your rhythms because that is going to tell you where you are 
in your energetic rhythm cycle. But here's a couple other things to help you get out of this in motion trap. First thing, like I mentioned at the very beginning, is to do the big things first so that the little things don't keep you stuck in motion without making progress towards your ideal way of experiencing life. Make doing the big things the focus of your day, your week, your month, so that it takes less time to do those big things. And then all the little things can just fill in after you've dedicated time towards doing the things that will matter the most. Then the other thing is those big things are sometimes so big that they get overwhelming and we get stuck because we're not doing the big things because they seem so big and overwhelming. So break the big things down into smaller steps so that they're manageable instead of overwhelming your mind. And before you know it, you will indeed be flowing with your time, energy, and focus, even when unexpected things come up. And you know what? My guest next week is a prime example of doing just this. I had a blast interviewing her. Her name is Stacy Hart. She is a cancer survivor. She has twins and another daughter at home, all um, six years and under, and she is rocking life. And because this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are talking to Stacy. Um, I'm excited to introduce you to her. I'm excited to introduce you to her story. She has a bit of a fertility story as well as um, a cancer survivor story and a beautiful perspective on life that you all just need to hear. Um, it all ties in so wonderfully to using your energetic rhythms and and listening to your inner guidance. So next week, I will be talking to Stacy about that, and that will be episode 51. Friends, this is episode 50 that we're in right now. Yay! Like, how awesome is that? I'm super pumped about that and excited about that. Let's uh, keep going so that we have 50 more of these episodes um, by next year at this time. So if you have thoughts or ideas on um, topics that you want to learn about, that you want to hear about, shoot me an email, kathy at karenyogawellness.com, or jump into the Energetic Rhythms for Intentional Living Facebook group and let me know what those questions and topics are because... I would definitely love to bring you content that is going to be interesting to you and that you're going to learn from. And I'm happy to get out there and um, to ask others to be a part of this podcast as well. So uh, connect that way. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed this show today, uh, or if you enjoyed any of the episodes, would you just do me a favor and take a screenshot of the podcast and share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories? And you can tag me if you'd like. Karen Yoga Wellness or C Stricker. And uh, I would just love that so much. And if you're not on social media, you can also share the love by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating or review. Until next week, friends, helping you find the rhythms in all you do. And cheers to cultivating your own version of health, harmony, and happiness in your own life. I'm Kathy Stricker, and you've been listening to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. Kathy.